2: I'm now hitting the correct button so we can record this for all of time. And we're now going to be uh, talking about literacy volunteers. Linda Connolly is in, Elizabeth Scott is here, and Talia is in as well. Talia, what's your last name? Chamberlain. That's what I thought. But it well no, there was just no last name on it. No big deal. <laughs> Thanks, there. It's okay. You shouldn't even be in this week, Bonnie. So you're 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 trucking through. I'm very excited about this. Good morning, Talia, Elizabeth, and Linda. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. We're you,
0: excellent. Great. Excited to be here. Sounds Absolutely. like it. Sounds
2: like it. How did this whole thing start?
0: Literacy Volunteers is a national organization that was started in the early '60s, um, and our affiliate has been in the Androscoggin County area since. 1974, so 41 years. Excellent.
2: Yep. Excellent. That's a uh, that's a long time. Yes. That's longer than I've been alive. So <laughs> wow. Um, how long have you been involved?
0: 19 years. 19
2: years. Yep. 19 years. How did you get involved?
0: Um, back in 96, uh, it had been an all-volunteer organization, and they were going under, and a group of, on the board managed to get organized and they got united way funds to hire someone and i was their first paid director um and so that's how i got started and it just the work really draws you in you develop a passion for this because it, it literally is a gift that you can give someone to help them change their lives
2: that uh that is a really good point here now, a lot of people, I think, are surprised that literacy services are needed in a country with free public education. Why do adults apply for a volunteer tutor and what qualities make a good tutor?
0: Okay, well, you know, there's a, uh, a wide range of people that apply. All of them have one thing in common. They have barriers to going to traditional adult education classes. It might be their schedule. They might um, have something like an anxiety disorder or they lack childcare, or transportation, or they might have had negative experiences in public mm-hmm. school and they're terrified to get back in a classroom again. Uh, so we, we see people for all sorts of different reasons. Um, it might be kind of shocking for folks to know that nationally, 21% of Americans, American adults, read below a fifth grade level. Wow. And, and it's a, there's a variety of reasons for that, and that does include folks from other countries, but it, uh, some of these folks have learning disabilities, some of them might have had um, a hearing problem or a sight problem that didn't get picked up on, or they were moved from place to place, all kinds of different reasons. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, and literacy is not just about basic reading and writing. You have to be able to communicate in the world to get hired to keep a job you know to talk to your child's teacher technology is in the mix now I mean computers are everywhere uh, so it's become a lot more sophisticated Uh, so we're currently working with people from 27 different countries as well as folks that are native English speakers we work with about 200 people a year all the way from folks that cannot read and write at all to people that are preparing for college or working on their GED and everything in between. So <laughs> it's quite a, quite a mix.
2: Talking that voice you hear is Talia Chamberlain and we're talking about literacy volunteers. Elizabeth Scott and Linda Connolly are in as well. We'll have more coming up. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on Z1055, 814, 58 degrees. Bringing you the 80s, 90s, and today. I said, I Talia Chamberlain is in. And what does she do, you ask? Well, funny you should ask. She's the Executive Director of Literacy Volunteers for Andrew Scoggin County. She's brought along Linda Connolly and Elizabeth Scott as well. So we're continuing with them now. Talia, I'll follow up on uh, the What Qualities Make a Good tutor" thing in a minute. Um, now we'll, we'll hand it over to... Uh, as Sorry, the, the everything's haunted today. Our squeaky door is in here. Um, Elizabeth, um, good morning. Good morning. What made you decide to reach out to the Literacy Volunteers Program?
1: Well, in my case, I had a lot of learning disabilities. I went through high school and had graduated and still had a hard time reading. And I had had a son, and I really wanted to teach him how to read. And it was super hard for me, so... I I am very blessed. I have a wonderful family. My husband has been with me through thick and thin. And I, uh, I had been trying to learn how to read myself, and I couldn't manage. I went through libraries and other programs. And one day I just said to myself, you must do it. You have to because no one else is going to do it for you. So my thing was to um, get some help, and I did.
2: That's awesome. Now, can you tell us about some of the goals you achieved by... Uh but well, just reach out
1: one of my goals um... was to be able to read although i'm still having trouble reading i'm working on different goals now with writing and um, my writing has been published through with um, women's perspective and idea Gyms uh... magazines and um, i also went through the adult educational center who first put out some of my writings but that was one of my goals was actually Um, when my teacher had said, well, what is your goal, my tutor? I said, well, one of them is to write. And she's like, well, we'll work with that. So we did, and it's became a very success. And then this year, I told my teacher that I really want to get my permit. So for some, how, we sucked through it, and I wanted to back out. And she's like, no, don't do that we can still work on it, you can do it. So she had believed in me, although I could not believe in myself, even going through the education centers um, with the adult ed, I had said, I can't do it. And she's like, I believe in you, you can do it. So on these programs, um, they have helped me to really come out and have courage and it's made me who I am today. And I'm a much braver person
2: sounds like it it, it sounds like you were pretty brave to even reach out for help to be quite honest with you um you. what message would you have for other adults that need help with their education
1: well for for me i think it's all about having your dream come true if you want to learn to read or do arithmetic or if you want to write just reach out grab um, grab all the help that you can because it's so important to never give up and if people are going to knock you down like i tell my son don't let them don't let this world knock you down keep trying because if you want to do it you will so that's my biggest thing for everyone out there who wants to learn i really recommend this program through the volunteer literacy program because you can come from being trapped in a shell to coming out like a flower and just really keep growing
2: (laughs) what huh what happened there we all did there there we go I thought you. Everybody started talking. I'm like, did something I'll happen? Cry. No. We're good. Oh, oh, there's just tears. That's good. No big deal. Okay, that's what happened. I'm Great. so sorry, lady. Yeah. <laughs> Public crying on the air. That's wonderful. Love we'll more have more and Elizabeth and Linda coming up. You're listening to the Breakfast Club on Z1055. The easy way to explore Maine is with the Easy Pass from the Maine Turnpike. When you get your trans. LA's only local radio station. Talia Chamberlain is in. She's the executive director of Literally Literacy Volunteers, Andrew Scoggin. Apparently, I'm not literate this morning, which is tremendous. <laughs> Always good when I can't read. Elizabeth Scott is in. She's our student representative. She shared a great story about why she reached out to literacy volunteers in the last segment. If you missed that, you can catch it on our website later. Go to z1055.com. Linda Connolly is in as well. And uh, Linda is a tutor, student representative. And, and Linda, I'll have you talk now. What What made you decide to become a tutor?
3: Well, I, I don't have a, an educational background. I'm a business major. So in, but in my career I was fortunate enough to have training, to do the training for cl- in classroom or small group settings, um, to, geared towards an individual's learning, to, their learning needs. Um, I loved training, it was a passion of mine. So I thought I would reach out to literacy when I learned about literacy and, and I reached out and spoke with Talia just to see if I would qualify for the program. After meeting with me and she spoke with me, she said, yes you do, um, which I, and, and that's when I became a tutor and I've been eternally
2: grateful ever since. What, uh, what's it like working with an adult student?
3: For me, um, it's an honor to work with an adult student. Um, helping a student discover their learning style and witnessing their transformation and when they gain that confidence and that their learning potential, it's a filled moment for me. Um, it's a very positive experience. There's nothing more rewarding um, than seeing a person grow and achieve goals they thought were either impossible or that they would never happen for them.
2: Well, that kind of takes away the what do you get out of being a literacy volunteer question because I think you kind of just told me so. uh Well, no that I haven't. one unless there's something else there. You no, I add. do
3: have more on good, that. Good. Um, that. It kind of goes hand in hand for me. Um, I'm a lifelong learner. Um, So I not only train and teach and tutor, um, I learn from my students on an ongoing basis. Um, An adult student for me, they have incredible courage. And my student inspires me to be a better person. Elizabeth does that for me every time we meet. She inspires me to be a better person. Life is precious, and I strive to make a difference in this world. And I feel I make a difference when I'm tutoring. So I learn, I'm inspired, I make a difference. For me, that's a great return for my investment of time.
2: That's a a really, really good point. Elizabeth, what was it like the first time you you sat down with Linda?
1: I was super scared. Um, I was in the shell, like I said, and I was scared of people. And when I sat down with her, I was so nervous. Would this be said to other people? Um, Would she go around telling other people who I am and all the things that I wanted to be private and confidential? I thought that she might um, say something, but in this program, it's really um, that everyone is to be confidential, you know, and it's very beautiful that people aren't, you're not going to have to be afraid that someone's going to go and tell your story and say that you have reading problems. They're very quiet about everything, so you get that chance to learn and feel good and not have that stress weighing on you.
2: Elizabeth Scott, Linda Connolly, and Talia Chamberlain are in. They're talking about the importance of literacy volunteers here in Androscoggin County. Coming up, we're going to talk with Ty. She's going to give us some stats about some things, and we're going to talk about how you can help them by being a tutor. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on Z1055. It's 843 and 61 degrees. The Breakfast Club. Oxford Networks, where business is better. See what that is on the Z1055 Top 30 countdown tomorrow, 8 a.m. Greg Michaels will have it for you. Saturday. Saturday? What's? Oh yeah, today's my Friday. No, it'll be it'll be Saturday, not tomorrow. I'm not here tomorrow, so I'm all confused. It's it's a big day. It's a four day week for me. I rarely get that. So yeah, I, I didn't. Where you going? I, I'll talk about that later. But anyways, <laughs> let's focus. We'll focus on our guests now. Our guests are the important part of this show. I'm just a caretaker. Talia Chamberlain is in. She is the Executive Director of Literacy Volunteers, Androscoggin County. Uh, she's brought in uh, She's brought in Elizabeth Scott and Linda Connolly. Linda is the student representative, and Elizabeth Scott has uh, been uh, one of the students, actually, which has been great. They both shared stories, how they feel about it, what they've gotten out of it, which has been fantastic. If you missed this interview, please make sure you check the full one out later at uh, Z1055.com. Natalia, um, I assume uh, there's some fundraising that needs to take place. Do you guys do anything with, um, I don't know, like Scrabble or anything to, to help make that happen?
0: Yep. Uh, we have a Scrabble Fest in the spring every year. And anybody who's passionate about playing Scrabble should get in touch with us or check out our website. Because it's a lot mm. of fun and it's for a good cause.
2: That's excellent. Now, I assume there's a need for tutors and, and volunteers right now. I should assume there's always a need, probably.
0: We always have a waiting list. Um And we have a tutor training coming up, and it's going to be October 10th and, I'm sorry, October 3rd and 10th from 9 to 3 at the library, the Auburn Library. And if you're interested, um, please give us a call. You do need to pre-register, and we'll send you a bunch of information and talk to you about the commitment. But essentially, a lot of people get nervous and think that they might not qualify uh, to be a tutor. And really, what we're looking for is someone who's 21 years or older, can read at least at a 12th grade level, and they're flexible, creative, organized, and especially uh, a good listener. Um, You know, a successful teacher, it's more about who you are than um, all the letters after your name. I'm sure all of you can remember, you know, teachers that were highly qualified, that that maybe we were not so nice in the classroom, and it was difficult to learn. and having other folks sit down with you and show you something one on one, and they were fabulous. So if you know it's very rewarding, um it's it's not a huge time commitment, and you can really change somebody's life. Mm-hmm. So I urge people to get in touch with us, and we can talk about it some more to see if it would be a good fit for them.
2: You uh, you talked about a stat earlier about Lewiston in their literacy levels. Would you like yeah, to share that with the listeners? Uh,
0: Lewiston um, has the highest illiteracy rate or low literacy rate in the state of Maine. It's a, at around twenty two percent in terms of um, adults reading below a third grade level. So, and we do have a lot of folks from other countries, but you know, it that's a small percentage of the population if you think about it.
2: How does someone become a volunteer? How do they reach out to you?
0: What they need to do is either email um, or they can give us a call at 333-4785. All the information is on our website, or you can just Google Literacy Volunteers Andrew Scoggin" and it will pop right up. Um, And from there, we can discuss it. You fill out an application, and then you need to go through 12 hours of training um, in order to become a tutor.
2: Excellent. Talia, thank you very much. Thank you, Linda, Elizabeth, thank you very much as well. You're welcome. Thank you, thank you very much. Again, listen to this full interview online z1055.com right after the show. 8:54, 62 degrees. It's Breakfast Club. I'm here till 10. The Breakfast Club. This is your Sports Flash for Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky
3: in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office.